What is up, guys? This is Dennis Taylor. This is episode number two. I'm here. I'm enjoying my coffee. I'm in my office. Uh, just been free-flowing some ideas that I've been thinking about, and I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm pumped about this episode. So uh, before we get started, I'm going to give you the premise of what this episode is about. In my last podcast, I said that I'm going to be more structured and I probably will going forward, but this one is going to be more of a free flow of me talking based on a premise, on an idea. So what is that idea? Um, let me get a drink of my coffee. Here's the premise. If you came to me and said, hey, Dennis, my life sucks. I need help changing it. I need to get out of the rut that I built. Um, I need help. I don't know what to do. Um, I, I don't have any purpose or passion. What do I do? What's the first thing that I do? Right? So that's the premise. So you could bottle that into a lot of different uh a lot of different a lot of different uh headlines or episode title numbers, but that's the premise is what do I do? What's the first thing that I would recommend? The first thing I would recommend and I would ask them, I'd ask them, okay, so what do you do every day? I would ask I would ask a simple person what they did every day. Um, I'd have to listen to what they had, what they did, what's their routine like, because everyone has these built routines, these built patterns that are so ingrained in us that shape our life. We are the combination of our routines and our daily habits. We are those things because that's what we do every day, right? So if you came to me and asked me what we do, I know probably hands down the first thing that I would tell you is are you taking care of your health? That would be the first thing that I would ask. And most most answers on that would be no. Um, and when I talk about health, I'm talking about three specific aspects of your health. I'm talking about your physical health, talking about your psychological health and your spiritual health. Um, I would ask, I would ask, and I would listen. I would listen to what you're saying. But I would I would probably bet a lot of money that people who are in those stages where they're not happy, they're unfulfilled, they're not, they're not getting satisfied, they're struggling, their life sucks, they're, they're drone, they're, they're doing something monotonous over and over, something rote, something is just over and over and over and they, they feel like they have no way out, I would probably venture to bet that they're not taking care of their health and most importantly their physical health. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and what my suggestions would be. Um, I know in my life, I have been that person that has disregarded my health and I've been that person that's focused on my health. And then I've also been that person that made health a priority and then lost my health again, uh, because of habits and then built it back up again. I've gone through these cycles, these, what some people call my, might call health kicks, I call them something different. I think it's just what you make a priority in your life, what you make important, Right, so I'd ask people, well, what do you eat? Right, what do you put in your body? What's the fuel? So we live in this world, we live in this experience, these uh, habits that we live in, and we have one vessel. That's it. We have one vessel that sends us through this journey, and that's our body. Uh, and it's crazy because uh, I'm from America. We have this Western American diet that is the worst one in the world. Uh, you can see by the obesity rates, by the the way that people look when you go places, and you can just see that uh, 
our health is takes a backseat to many things in this world. Because people just don't understand that if you took care of your health, you took care of your physical health, that's going to translate into having a better life. You're going to have more power, more energy, more purpose to go forward and actually grab things that are within your reach, which most people don't understand that there's a lot of things that are within our reach. Almost almost everything was is within our reach that we can go get. But if we don't have the energy, if we don't have the internal motivation, the ambition to do that, then it's going to be very hard to, to go out and grab that thing. And it all starts with the foundation of your physical health. Because um, if you don't have physical health, it's a, it's a constant struggle. So my suggestion would be to people would be, well, you have to understand how the body works and there's research that backs everything I'm saying up and there's research that backs everything up. There's research that backs every every idea up and counters every idea. So there's a lot of research both ways on almost everything. You have to have a veil removed from your eyes to realize who's funding research, who's putting the information out there, who who is behind all this stuff. So with that said, um, here's what I would suggest people do. <clears throat> it would be to cut out almost all the carbs that you're eating in the forms of breads, tortillas, pastas, uh, cutting out a lot of carbs, chips, uh, cereals, cutting out a lot of the carbs, and almost completely eliminating sugar. That's what I would suggest. When you can cut out the carbs and the sugars in your life, and you can focus on eating more of a whole-based diet where you can eat protein, good grass-fed protein, you can eat, um, so you got grass-fed protein vegetables, you know, good vegetables, clean vegetables, organic vegetables, and then good fats. You know, things like avocados and nuts and, uh, you know, a lot of good oils. And, and that's what I eat. I, I eat more towards a, um, a low-carb lifestyle. Maybe, you know, maybe like a ketogenic lifestyle. I don't know if I, I don't go necessarily into being so strict that you would have to be able to track your ketones and stuff like that. But I make sure that I put good nutrition in my body. 100%. Um, so I eat a lot of grass-fed food. I eat a lot of uh, good oils, good stuff that's rich in uh, fatty omega acids that feeds my brain. Um, I eat, I get most of my carbs from vegetables. Um, and then I eat a lot of good fats. That's very simple. Because uh, your your body can burn energy off of two ways. It can burn it off of, uh, off your glucose, which is like your blood sugar level. Um, or you can burn it off of fatty acids fats. Um, and I know I've, I've, I've read a lot of stuff both ways. I feel better when I'm not a sugar burner, when I'm a fat burner. Um, my body has more energy. I have more vitality. My brain functions better. My brain produces more thoughts, more ideas. And I just feel that I feel like my life goes better when I'm burning, when I'm, when I'm a fat burner, then I am a sugar burner. And that'll be what you'll see in the Western diet and the American diet specifically is everybody is just so ramped up on carbs and sugars that I don't know how uh, you could ever possibly feel good. You know, you're going through this. When you eat these sugars and carbs, uh, you get a lot of, uh, you, you're burning off of this glucose. So you're releasing glucose 
in your blood, then it releases insulin to counteract the glucose. So you're constantly in these, these wave cycles of glucose insulin releases and it wears you out. It, 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 it eliminates your energy. So you got to go get more caffeine to, to hop yourself up. Whereas if you're primarily burning fats for your energy source, your body functions better. And, and I can't say this is for everybody. Everybody has their own type and there's nothing that, um, there's some people that, that need those carbohydrates or some people who need that, but the needing of it because of certain, maybe some, uh, uh, genes in your body, some DNA genes versus wanting carbs growing up. You know, we grew up, I grew up in a Hispanic area. I live in Texas. It's predominantly Hispanic. You see a lot of, uh, the diet based around rice and tortillas and beans and that stuff. And you see a lot of obesity, but you can go to every other, uh, uh, subculture that focuses on a carb sugar heavy diet and you see a lot of obesity. And it's just hard to be healthy if you're not treating the vessel that we have in this world right. This vessel that we have, our body, it's so complex, guys. It, it's like it's it's the it's the best it's the best thing that was ever made. The man, the our brains, our skin, how it keeps everything in. This vessel is amazing. It's amazing. And you have to treat it as such. We have like the, it's like a supercomputer. And if you don't put good energy, good fuel into this super machine, it will not run right. Your brain won't work right. Your ambitions will be low. Your drive will be low. Your purpose and your passion will be low. Or let's say you do have purpose because you have it intrinsically built in you. You have passion built in you, but you're not putting good fuel in yourself. You'll run out of that energy quick. Then you'll be exhausted You'll be tired. And that's what you see a lot online is you got a lot of tired people. A lot of people who are so exhausted, they go to work, they eat crappy food all day, they come home, they snack on crappy food, and then they just sit in front of the box, the TV, and they just watch garbage all day long. And they're never putting anything of quality and substance into their bodies. So it's very hard to change your life and very hard to really live a life with passion and purpose if you're not putting good stuff in your body. And not everybody has to live a life of passion and purpose. Not everybody has to live that life uh, where you have these entrepreneurs are talking about, hustle this, hustle that, go get it. That's not for everybody. But feeling good, that is for everybody. You want to feel good. You're a better employee. You're a better husband, a better better mother, a better father, a better a better spouse, a better wife, a better a better coworker, a better friend. When you feel better, you're able to go help more people because you have the energy and you're not lacking in it. So uh, I always loved Jim Rohn because he said, if you want better health, you need to study health. I study health. I put good nutrition in my body. I put good supplements in my body. This isn't a uh, plug to say, "Hey, join me in this." I've, I, I, I constantly take supplements. I'm looking for an edge all the time. I want to be optimal in what I do and how I live and how I think. Because I know this: when I, I've gone from the heavy carbs to the, I went from a heavy carb diet. Oh, uh, maybe. 2011, so seven years ago, heavy carb diet. I started, I'll give you my personal experience. I started, uh, we were eating heavy carbs, 
we were eating, you know, we were getting all of our groceries from Walmart. We were eating the beef at Walmart, the ground beef and the meat, and we bought everything from Walmart. Um, I started getting these pains in my legs and I was working a job uh, at a sedentary job as an accountant and I gained a lot of weight. For me, that you could see it because I'm not a big guy as it is. I'm very lean. I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a skinnier guy, uh, but I gained weight. I started getting pains in my legs and I wasn't very active. So I went to the doctor, right? The doctor gave me five prescriptions, five prescription medications. I remember, I don't remember what they all were. I know one of them was gabapentin and I took all that stuff and I, I took that medicine. And what's funny about all that is even though they, she, she, she subscribed, prescribed me some prescriptions that one of the prescriptions was to offset the side effects of the other ones she prescribed me. So I had these prescriptions and when I started taking them, I felt dizzy and I was spinning and I remember driving to work one day and I had to pull over because I, I felt like I was going to wreck. And I was like, well, how is this any better than the pain in my legs? Sure, the pain in my legs weren't there or they were being masked or hidden. And I, I just, I didn't feel good. I was feeling super dizzy and crazy. And I was like, wow, this is not healthy. And so, uh, I just quit the medication. I went back to the doctor. I said, okay, you gave me all of these medicines to, to kind of suppress what's wrong. But I said, what's wrong with me? And she couldn't give me any answer because most doctors, uh, are not, uh, educated on, on, on nutrition, they may have taken a class or two, but they're not nutritionists. They don't understand the body in that aspect of nutrition. Um, and some do, most don't. So she sent me to a, uh, it was a lady who, uh, I don't remember her title, but I, it was a specialist. And she kind of dealt with people who had fibromyalgia, that type of stuff, nervous system stuff. I don't remember the name of, of what her actual title was. And it was a, it was like a three month out or two and a half months before I could see her, like, it was like 80 days or something, and so I told Bianca, and my wife, I said, okay, so here's what we're going to do, I said, we're going to switch, we're not going to buy our, our groceries at Walmart anymore, we're going to go to a grocery store, an actual grocery store, and we're going to get off of the ground beef, and cut beef out, so we switched over to mainly a chicken and turkey diet, um, which I'll talk about that later, and, uh, and then we ate more vegetables. We tried to cut back on as much carbs as we could. And uh, so we went to more whole wheats and stuff like that. And the pain in my legs went away. I wasn't taking the medicine anymore. The pain in my legs started to go away. And I was like, wow, there was something in that beef that didn't rock with me. It didn't jive with my body. So I felt better, went to that lady, finally got in there, saw her. I told her I switched my diet up and I felt better. And she said, well, I don't know what you did or you didn't. But she said, if it's working for you, keep doing it. I never had those pains again. Uh, so after that, maybe 2013, 2014, we started getting, I got more into juicing, eating more uh, juicing, cold press juicing, not a blender juicing. That's not juicing. Um grinding up the vegetables, doing a cold press, hydraulic press, pressing my own juices. Um, and uh, I started looking into like these people, these Dr. Gershon and these methods of being healthy. Um, I started getting healthy. We ran into a health supplement that made sense to our whole family, has whole body nutrition with like 38, 39 or 40 superfoods in it. And we started taking that. We started feeling great. 
Um, I made a decision maybe in 2015 that I was going to go straight vegetarian, pescatarian, only eat fish because I felt like even with the chicken and even with the ground turkey that I, I, I didn't feel like it was clean. And so we went straight to vegetables, almost all meals and, and fish. And man, my health was on point. My energy levels were so crazy that I was, I, um, I, all right, I got interrupted by my four-year-old. Okay. So my energy levels were through the roof when I was on the vegetarian, uh, pescatarian. But the problem was, is I was withering away because I, I wasn't, I just was losing weight like crazy. And it just was sending my metabolism through the roof. Plus my wife was pregnant at the time. We weren't eating much meat and her iron levels were super low and it was, uh, you know, alarming her midwife. And so we started eating, uh, whole grass fed meat. We ate bison, uh, grass-fed meat as much as we could to bring our iron levels up for the pregnancy, I mean, for the birth, and we, we ended up getting it up, so we went back into a meat diet. Um, then we moved to a small town in 2016, and our our diet just went horrible because it's super hard here to get good food. We have to drive 80 miles, and we do about every 10 days or so, to a bigger town that has better clean meat and better clean gro- uh, vegetables. And so for the last almost two years now, we've made that journey. I mean, religiously, we don't, we do not, uh, skip that. It's a time to get out of our town that we like that. And also, also we just feel like we feel better when we eat better food. But even in that, you can still drive out of town and still get bad food. So we were just loading up on carbs and chips and tortillas and just a lot of quesadillas and just a lot of bad food where I could feel it in my brain. I could feel it in my body it was just not functioning. My brain was, I wasn't thinking as much. I wasn't having ideas. I just wasn't, I wasn't in a good spot. And I'm going to make more uh, podcasts about what I was experienced psychologically and what I've gone through. But we've made a shift again to where we said, no, nah, we're not going to continue this. We're going to make sure that we, because uh, we've got our kids now and we just, we want our kids to eat well. We realize when we put them on the, on that carb heavy diet, it releases a lot. I mean, a lot of the carbs that you eat, the cereals, the, the tortillas, the chips, everything's got sugar in it. Everything has got sugar in it. So I'm just, I just, Filling my kids full of sugar and not giving them a lot of a lot of fatty acids, omega threes and and stuff like that 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 makes their brain grow more. And I'm 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 not giving them good nutrition. And I can't I can I couldn't look myself in the mirror any longer and go, hey. You are responsible for this child's development and growth as a person, and all you're doing is feeding them sugar and carbs. That's it. They they didn't really like proteins. Um, they didn't really like meat. Uh, because when Denny was growing up, most of the time when he started eating human food, we weren't eating meat. So when we started getting back, he didn't want it. Uh, he just wanted carbs. So we've kind of, we've shifted back now to where we're eating grass fed beef, grass fed. Everything is grass fed chicken and beef. Um, we're eating good, rich cuts with good fats in them. Um, we're eating a lot of avocados, a lot of good nutrition, a lot of a lot of spinach, a lot of broccoli, uh, a lot of we we like this stuff called Udo's oil, U D O S Udo's Udo's oil, and it's got a lot of your uh, your fatty acids, your omega threes, and, and and all that stuff from plants, and it's really good. We put it on our salads. We make smoothies every day. 
Um, we eat eggs, we eat, we eat bacon, we eat um, more spinach, we eat asparagus. It's more, it's kind of like a keto diet, but we make sure that we eat a lot of vegetables. I'm not trying to lose weight here. Um, we're trying to make sure that we're putting good nutrition in our body, good whole food, vegetables, uh, fruits, meats, everything whole food. And what I, why, why I say this whole cycle, because I've experienced it, very bad health to go into the doctor being full of medications, feeling like ridiculous because when they do those medications, they, when they test them, they don't test them with other ones. So then they're giving you this cocktail of stuff that's been untested with other ones. And they just, they're just putting a bandaid on a symptom. You know, they're not fixing you as a person. Then I got healthy again and my energy exploded, but I wasn't, I wasn't able to keep my weight on my body. I was shredding. I was just withering away because I wasn't able to, uh, I don't know, maybe I didn't have enough protein in my body from plant, from animal proteins to keep my muscle mass up. Then I got unhealthy again, all the way to where it affected my cognitive abilities, my brain, my functioning to now I'm back to feeling great. I'm never, I'm not switching this one this time because I really like where I am here. I've got energy. Um, I haven't lost any weight. I'm actually gaining weight through, uh, building muscle. My, I can tell my muscle mass is increasing but my, by I can tell through my body, my body is losing fat. I can t- I can see it, and I know that my energy is sustained. I don't have this afternoon lull where, you know, you eat after lunch, release all this glucose, and then your body releases its insulin so that it can fight it and lower your blood sugar level, and then you got these cycles, and then you're exhausted. I'm not feeling that. So if someone came to me, I'd ask them, "What are you putting in your body?" Right, one of the be- one of the things that you'll hear is, "Well, I can't afford to eat well." Then, well, I-, I disagree with that because we can afford a lot of things. We can afford a very expensive cell phone bills, very expensive TV subscriptions. We can ex- we we spend a lot of money going out and drinking coffee. I make all my coffee myself. Um, we eat a lot. A lot of people eat out. If people cut out on the eating out and learn to cook again, um, you could uh, you could afford better foods. But everyone has what I like to call a Walmart mentality. Everybody has their their compass and their their bearings on what stuff costs at Walmart. So if it's more expensive than Walmart, we call it expensive. Walmart's cheap because it's cheap crap. You know, there's good stuff there to buy. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you know, we buy stuff there for some of our business, all of our like stationary needs, like pens, pencils, stuff like that. I buy stuff for like water hoses and, and like stuff like that, physical items. It's perfect there. It's cheap. It's affordable. They manufacture it very, very, very cost effectively. But when you start putting your health food in terms of Walmart prices, but yet you're driving around cars that have $600 a month payments, you got a $200 a month phone bill, you've got a $200 internet and TV bill, you've got subscriptions here, subscriptions there, you're going out to eat, you're going out to the, the club to get drinks, you're going out to the bars to get drinks, you're spending money on alcohol and wine, and you say, I don't have money. For health, you're lying to yourself. That's not the truth. And that's what I would tell people. If you really want to change the direction of your life, you have to first change your health. If you don't have health, you don't have the energy, you don't have the drive and the ambition, that's not going to come from putting bad garbage in your body. This is a vessel. It's like a rocket ship, right? If you want to create momentum in your life, that velocity, the, the, the acceleration to get to the high speed has to be there. And a lot of that comes with taking care of your health and working out, exercising every day. 
If you're not exercising, your brain doesn't work the same way, right? Your brain isn't struggling. Your brain isn't, your brain isn't taking that struggle from a very hard exercise and releasing everything it releases. There's so much science backed up to people who work out are more driven and uh, it's hard. I get it. Super hard. So going back to what I said, I've worked out, I've, I've done worked out, I've not worked out and then I've worked out again. I've gone through these cycles and over the last, you know, since I started getting healthy again, um, I had to start slow. I had no stamina. I'd lost almost all my muscle mass and uh, I, I, I couldn't do much. So I just started walking and I said, you know what, I'm going to get back into health, but I'm not going to be a person that has this uh, ego says, oh, I'm going to just go in there. I'm going to have a hard workout. I already knew that I wasn't at that stage. And I know how this life works is that you got to take it bit by bit. Right? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So I started walking and I would walk more and more every day until I, I started feeling better. It was easier. Then I started jogging. And then I jogged and walked, jogged and walked, jogged and walked, and tried to increase my distance. And I started feeling like I was breathing more. I started sleeping better at night. Uh now I can do a whole podcast on sleeping. That's a huge, huge, more than you know. Um, anyways, and then I started building myself back up. And now I can work out way longer. I'm actually into strength training now and resistance training and doing heavy weights and jogging and exercising and running and working on cardio. And I've just, over a couple months, I've built myself back into being in shape. Um, And it also helps that I'm not putting a lot of garbage in my body. So when I'm putting this more clean diet in me, my body's going right into burning all the old fats that I had. And I can tell my, I haven't even been on the, I haven't been on this for a year, nothing like that. But I could tell my waistline's as low as it's ever been as far as my, you know, where your six pack is at. I'm going to get a six pack just based on the results of what I'm putting in my body plus exercising. I've never had a six pack in my life ever, but it's coming. You can already see it. My wife was like, wow, that transformation is great. And I said, well, yeah, we've been working out before, but we were also eating heavy carbs all the time and sugars all the time. And that just stores, right? It just stores into your fats and it just stores it's horrible. It's horrible for you. You'll never feel good like that. You'll never feel good in that cycle. So that's what that's my suggestion is first things focus on your health. Right? The first thing would be your body. Start working out. Start eating clean. Cut as much carbs back as you can. Right? Make sure that when you're doing that, you're taking a lot of electrolytes, you're drinking a lot of water. Not all water is the same. If your water is not good where you're from, our water here in our town sucks. You cannot drink in the tap water at all. So I don't care what you say, ours sucks. We have to go get RO water, reverse osmosis. You can't drink the tap water here. Uh, there's some proud people here who say, yeah, I drink, I drink the tap water. I'm not going to put stuff I know is not good in my body. And it has like, we have the second most health contamination violations in the country, um, in this town with the water. I'm not putting that stuff in my body. I'm not putting it in my kids' bodies. I'm going to make sure that I filter out as much as possible. But when you get RO water, you take the good stuff and the bad stuff out of it when it filters it. So I, I do some uh, trace mineral supplements in my water. Make sure I'm getting the supplements that I need, the minerals that I need. Uh, because not all water is the same. You go drink a bunch of cheap bottled water from Walmart, most likely you're getting a lot of plastic in your body and you're getting water that's not very good. You can go get a five-gallon jug and go get reverse osmosis water somewhere. Drink that. Add some supplement trace minerals. You can find that on Amazon or, or at any health store. I use one. It's called, I think, Concentrace. I think that's what it is, something like that. And uh, 
you start drinking more water, you'll feel better. You start putting good nutrition in your body, you'll feel better. You start exercising, your brain will start functioning better. You start getting that that desire again when we were younger, that you'll find that energy, that passion again. Okay, so that's our physical health. Now, you got to focus on your fit, on your psychological health too, right? What are you taking in all day? Are you taking in TV all day? Are you taking in talk radio? Are you taking in sports radio? That's all, the, everything that crosses your mental barrier. Um, you know, are you... Uh, negative all day? Does your spouse complain at you all day? That stuff affects you too, right? So you got to limit. You got to be the gatekeeper of your own mind. That one's big right there. A lot of people don't value what crosses their mental barrier. I do. I 100%. I'm currently on a Facebook detox where I'm not even opening it. I'm not looking at it. I just, I've realized how much time it's freed up in my day because I was spending so much time getting uh, fed by Facebook. I don't want that. I want to be the truly be a person that uh, does what he says and says what he does. And so I want to be the gatekeeper of my mind and and really focus and control what goes in and what goes out. So when I can control that, I can control my progression. So I'm going to I read books every day. I listen to podcasts that I enjoy and I'm not doing it for entertainment. But um but it does entertain me because I enjoy that stuff, right? I, I know people that are like, well, I read, but they only read fiction books on on like love stories and stuff. That's just entertaining your, your soul, right? You also have to have stuff that feeds you, that grows you, that stretches you. And that could be different because there's so many things, what you're interested in, in. I like to learn. So I'm reading all kinds of stuff currently reading a book about concentration camps in the gulag. Super good. I'm reading a book about the U.S. Constitution. I'm reading a book on personal growth. I'm reading a book called the Bible, right? I read the Bible all the time. It's always in my rotation and I keep about four books in my rotation because I get bored quickly um, on things. And so I want to make sure that I stay sharp on what I'm reading. Um, The Bible for sure is on my spiritual health and I'll get on that in a second, but you got to make sure that you guard your mind. And you got to make sure that you're feeding it just like you're feeding your body. Feed it something whole. Feed it, feed it something of value that has nutritional value for your mindset, right? If you're just coming home and watching TV every single day, then you're just, you're lulling your, your mind to sleep, okay? Last one, spiritual health. Our bodies are three parts. Our whole existence as a human being is three parts. Your physical body, your psychological body, and your spiritual body, right? And I don't say you have a spiritual body. It's not like you have different bodies. It has three parts. Physical, spiritual, and your soul. Um, on the spiritual side, if you are a believer in whatever you believe, but you're not walking in your faith, you're going to struggle. If you if you believe in something, I'm, I'm personally, I believe in the Lord. So I, I try to walk in that um, by by spending time reading in the morning and I pray in the morning and I fellowship with the Lord and I I bring my burdens to him, right? And whatever you believe, I don't care what you believe. Whatever you believe is what you believe. I know what I believe. I believe there's a couple of keys that can help everybody spiritually. A, when you wake up, don't touch your phone first. I, I think that what we're seeing on the phone, having that ability to go right into the phone world of Facebook or emails or whatever, that's new to human history. And I don't think we know the consequences of what that's causing. 
that's relatively new, right? Last 10 years. I didn't have a I didn't have a I didn't have a phone like I do today in 2008 when I got married. They did have a couple iPhones then, so maybe let's take it back to 2000. So 20 years we've had these phones that we could go connect into the internet with. We could connect to social with. 20 years out of human history is it's like a grain of sand on the sea, on the beach. So we don't know what happens to that to our psyche when we do that or spiritually. I try I, I, I try to put my phone phone in airplane mode I when I go to bed because I don't want alerts at night. I'm not waking up. I'm, I value my sleep. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. <clears throat> so when I get up in the morning, I, try, I, I do everything in my power to not jump into any alerts or any messages or anything, right? I want to go do my bathroom stuff, get cleaned up. Then I go and spend some time in my faith and what I believe I spend time in there because there's a principle in the morning. I, I, I could refer refer back to the Bible in the Old Testament with the children of Israel. Is they were fed by the heavenly manna that came down out of heaven every day. And they had to get that food that supplied them and nourished their bodies physically. They had to get that food in the morning before the sun came out. Because when the sun came out, it evaporated it. It, it you know, it destroyed it. Right, and some people would try to get extra. They try to stockpile it up because I'll get I'll get some for tomorrow today, right? So that would be like I'm gonna spend a lot of time in the Word today, so I don't have to spend time the rest of the week. But when they did that at practice of trying to store it up for later use, it got it got spoiled. Worms came and it ate it. So what is the principle of that? That's a story, but it has practical principles. The practical principle is they had to go get it every day. So you have to take care of your spiritual life every day. That has a health there. There's a spiritual health there. You've got to go take care of that every day. And in the morning, why the morning? Because you're you're fresh. You took a sleep. You went to bed for several hours. You you you're not you hadn't worked all day and driven to work and driven back and listened to all this radio or seen all these billboards. You've just been asleep. You woke up, you're fresh, get some water in your body. That's what I do. First thing after I come out of the bathroom, I'm getting some water with lemon and some supplements and some some minerals and some uh, chlorophyll stuff in my body. And while I'm doing that, I I go in and I I pray. I, I pray and I, I try to touch I try to touch the Lord, I try to touch my spirit, and whatever your faith is, try it in the morning and try to make it a habit. Right, it's a habit in me now. I know that if I miss that time in the morning, it's either because I overslept because I stayed up late, or it's because I went right into my phone and it pulled me into some controversy or some kind of thing that elicited me to I gotta respond to that. But when I don't get into that phone life right off the in the morning and I go into my spiritual walk, I am refreshed. I feel like my day is great. I've started my day good because if because the world will come at us. After that, so right after that, I start my day doing all my normal stuff in my business and checking everything. But throughout the day, we're attacked. We're, we're, we're constantly bombarded with marketing messages, messages, Facebook, family stuff, business stuff, work stuff. It's constant. And I know that I would I want to continue my walk throughout the day, spiritual walk, but I might not get to it. I might not get to it. But I know that if I touch the Lord in the morning, or you touched your faith in the morning or or whatever you believe 
that there's a supply there. There is a supply for the day. You feel nourished every day, right? If you're if you if you open heart and you and you and you turn in your heart of hearts, there's a supply there. And I'm not trying to preach, but I'm just saying the practicalness because I can take 10 minutes in the morning to do that and I'm supplied through the day. Much better than if I skip it in the morning and then I go through the, and I'm attacked and I'm not grounded. I'm not balanced at that point. Now, towards the middle of the day, I still like to continue my spiritual walk. Sometimes I don't. Um, Sometimes I don't remember to read or pray. And then at the end of the night, I like to close my night doing that, praying, touching uh, my faith so that it's the bookends. The beginning of the day, the end of the night, I like to touch that spiritual uh, aspect of my health. And that's what I think can help a lot of people. So just kind of recap what we talked about here. Put good nutrition in your body. Cut back on carbs and sugars. They said that, I heard a study on the sugars, is that I think back in the 1930s that children literally only touch sugar like on average once a week. And I think it's currently children are consuming sugar every two hours of the day. So that it's extrapolated. Back in the day, only wealthy people had access to sugar and they had some of the worst health that there was. So every time, and there's a, a doctor on that who's wrote a book about it. Uh, well, he's not a doctor, sorry. He's a, he's a journalist, but he's spent his whole life doing this. Um, that every time sugar has touched a, a, an indi- a indigenous population, that it's eroded the health of the population. So uh, cut back on the sugars, cut back on the carbs, right? Put good nutrition in your body, grass-fed proteins, organic vegetables, good water. And if you can't get good water, uh, osmo- reverse osmosis and add some supplements into it, some trace minerals that you lose um, and drink plenty of water every day. Eat good nutrition every day. Um, that's your physical health, right? And then another one would be take care of your 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 psychological health. Put good information in your head, stuff that motivates you, stuff that uh, gets you going forward, stuff that, that drives you right? And then spiritual. Do not neglect on that because we ha- we have three parts. And if we just focus on two and we neglect the third, uh, we're not going to be balanced people. And it's hard to go forward and really change your life if you're not balanced because you're, you're like on a tricycle, but all the, all the, all the, uh, pressures on the two wheels and it's a three wheel moving machine. So if you came to me, my premise of this whole long winded talk was if you came to me and said, uh, Man, my life sucks. I need to change things. I'm, I, I, I have to change things. What would you suggest? I'd suggest those three things. Eating better, cutting carbs and sugars. Right? Once you go through that struggle of the change, you'll feel better. Put better stuff in your mind. Okay? Limit your negative interactions with people. If people are toxic, you're going to have to like limit that connection with them because if all they do is spew negativity on you, you can't have that in your life, right? And then the third thing is you have to be grounded spiritually in whatever you believe or whatever you don't believe, whatever your connection with is nature, the Lord, whatever it is, you need to spend time feeling connected and getting connected with what your faith is, what you believe in. That, that would be the simple first step. I wouldn't tell you you need to do this marketing message or build this business or jump into this network marketing company and push it right away. No, you need to take care of you first because if you're not an optimal version of you and you're not growing 
and kind of going towards a new life, you're going to struggle. You're absolutely going to struggle. And that's where a lot of people are stuck at in this world. In America specifically, they're just not satisfied. They're working jobs they don't like. They're not taking care of their health. They're not controlling what they put in their head. They're not controlling their their spiritual life and their walk. And, And they're not happy. They eat themselves to death. They're super in debt. And it's just stressful. Stress causes more eating. Stress causes more health problems. Then they're on this medication to make you feel dizzy, make you feel crazy. That's not the, that's not a holistic life. That's not a life that that it's in that life. If you're living in that right now, and you can understand and you can relate to where I'm coming from, because I've been in all that. I've been a believer since I was a young kid, and I've had peaks and valleys in my faith. I have had a, a weak mindset for a long time in my life, and then I've had a strong one, then a weak, and a strong one. And what I put in my mind. And I've had the health. I described it. I've been on all those spots. And I know that when I have an intention and a focus to make sure that I go forward in in what I believe in. And I take care of my body. And I take care of my mind. And I take care of my spiritual life. My, it seems like everything gels together. I get the most ideas I've ever had. My energy, my passion, my purpose, everything, my being is strong. I feel unstoppable. So before you write out your business plan or before you even figure out what you want to do with your life or how to change it, focus on those things and your ideas will start to flow. I'm telling you, it's like a never-ending idea and capture them all, write them all down. Figure out what you want to pursue. It's okay to work a job and it's okay if it's a sucky job. There's no shame in that and I'm tired of people saying, oh, your job's, I'm tired of that. Things got to get done in this world, right? Be proud of where you're at. You know, you could be desolate begging on the streets in another country where there's no opportunity, right? But if you change your, you, you start you start making improvements in your life, I guarantee your life will get better and more things will open up. And then they would come back to me after. So they came to me and said, this sucks. They started implementing this. Maybe within a month or two months or three months, they start feeling great. And they're like, okay, I feel great now. What do I do now? That's a different conversation. That's a conversation where we could say, okay, well, we could we can dive in. We can ask probing questions and we could figure out what they wanted to do. We could figure out what would what would meet their their heart's desire. What would what would make them feel alive? We could go into that. That's another podcast for another time. This would be my step if you're struggling right now today and you don't know what to do to get out of it. Focus on those three things. They've changed my life. That's my experience. You can't take that from me. You can't argue with me. That doesn't change your life. It changed my life. Okay? And all I can tell you is what I know personally through experience. I'm not going to sit here and regurgitate material that I haven't experienced myself. Because I've experienced that. So I know this one was long-winded, but I've got a lot of passion behind this. I have a lot of passion about... Being a person that is able to go from a a very unhealthy, unmotivated, sad life. And I could say it's all first world problems, but for me it was sad because I knew I had more in me. And I think a lot of people know that they have more in this. You do. You have greatness within you. Everybody does. We're made in His image. We all have greatness within us. But if we're not taking care of our vessel, our body, 
in all phases of our body. How can we go and touch that greatness? How can we make this country, this world a better place if we're not even being the best versions of ourself? That's my message in all of this. And this podcast is going to be, let's be optimal. Let's go make the best versions of ourselves and learn how to do things the right way. Right? We don't want no fakeness. We don't want no bullshit. We want the reality. What's real? All right, guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, This episode was fire. You might need to listen to it a couple times and uh, share it out. Bless somebody's life. Let them hear it. And uh, if you have any questions, just reach reach out to me on social media. It's either Dennis Taylor or Dennis Ray Taylor. Uh, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. I'm not going to cower away from anything Uh, because I'm me, right? You can choose to like me. You can choose to hate me. I don't care either way because I know some people will like me and I'll make a difference in somebody's life because I've made a difference in one life already mine. And uh, if I could just help one person change their life and that person goes on to help one person, that's a domino effect that I can't stop. And that's what I would love the most. All right. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all in the next one.